Welcome to a podcast by Kaylee, the gateway to unlocking your unlimited potential. I'm creating an army of six and seven figure makeup artists, and I want you to join me. In this podcast, I'm going to be crushing gatekeeping, opening the doors to the knowledge you need, and deep diving into the topics that can push us to the next level. Be prepared for epic guests and answers to the questions you have always wanted to know. No more small business. No more just a makeup artist. The beauty industry is a $250 billion industry and you're in it. Let's get ready to open those gates. This is a podcast by Kaylee. Today on a podcast by Kaylee, we are talking to the amazing Victoria Jackson, who is one of my ultimate bucket list guests. Now, if you don't know who Victoria Jackson is, she is a manifestation coach. She has a wonderful membership that I was so lucky to be a part of. She has an impeccable manifestation community and she's a pretty badass author. I was lucky enough to be part of Victoria's membership. It was actually one of the very first memberships that I was ever a part of, and it formed the basis for much of my own Level Up Club. If the Level Up Club could be just as good as her membership, I would have done my job well. Victoria has taught me so many of the manifestation practices that I credit to a lot of my success, such as scripting, meditation, affirmations, you name it, I have learned it from Victoria. When I reached out to Victoria, I didn't know if she would come on the podcast because I'll be honest, she doesn't really do guest podcast interviews. So we are really lucky to have her today. And today we talk about all of the amazing things that she has manifested, how she got into manifestation and how we can get started on just being a more positive business owner, a more mindful business owner, and how we can adopt some spiritual practices into our business and our lives. I know you're going to love this one. Victoria is absolutely infectious. Please welcome the incredible Victoria Jackson. Also, a tiny side note, please ignore all of the drilling that starts to happen around halfway through this episode. Living in London is a blessing and a curse, and there are a few audio problems that happen in this podcast episode, but don't let that detract from the amazing conversation that we have. Enjoy. Honestly, so, so pleased to have you today. This is kind of like you're one of my bucket list guests of all time, Victoria. I'm so happy to have you. I love that. And I'm so excited for us to finally meet. For, for listeners, we have spoken online for, I'm going to say years now. It truly is. It, it's been years. And this is the first time that we're actually chatting face to face. So I'm so excited for today. So excited. Would you mind introducing yourself and what you do and who you are and where you are for the people who don't know? So I am Victoria Jackson. I run a company, a brand called the Manifestation Collective. And the Manifestation Collective is a community. I do coaching. It's kind of one-to-one support. We've got a membership. Um, I've got a book, a podcast. So it's it's a whole brand based around manifestation. I'd like to say a, a quite like um, a beginner's approach to manifestation quite a slow approach to manifestation. There's no hustle with anything that I do. I have been doing that since 2019, although it feels like I've been doing it so much longer than that. And, you know, I was speaking to somebody the other day about the fact that I only started an Instagram in 2020 for the Manifestation Collective, but it feels like, it feels like years mainly because you know what happened to 2020, 2021, we don't count those years. No. <laughs> so we've not aged in them years yeah, either. Yeah. <laughs> So I live in the north of England. I live in Leeds. Yeah, this is kind of what I do every day. I'm just writing my second book as we speak. And that's kind of everything that I do in a nutshell. 
Oh my goodness. Yes. So I guess where I would like to start for, I would like to address the elephant in the room, I guess. What is manifestation for the people who aren't in the woo-woo, no part of the internet? What is manifestation? So manifestation is the concept of using your thoughts to create your reality. So when I first dived into this world, I remember listening to The Secret and I thought, what an absolute load of rubbish. I was so cynical, typical northerner. I just, I didn't grasp the concept. I thought things were happening to me rather than me being able to control my future and me being able to make choices to, you know, to to positively change my life. Um, And that was in 2015. I'd started to hear this phrase, the law of attraction. And the law of attraction states that the energy that you put out into the world is the energy that you attract back, like kind of like a magnet, if you like. Um, And when you're thinking positive thoughts and you're in the energy of gratitude, that's when you will start to receive things back into your life that keeps you at that same frequency, at that same level. But a lot of people, what I hear a lot of people kind of do is put manifestation and the law of attraction, they group them together as the same thing. And I don't really teach that. I think the law of attraction is the law of the universe and that's what it is. But manifestation is consciously saying, okay, I am deciding what I am attracting into my life. Like I am manifesting certain things. It could be, you'll set your intention. Like for me, it was the book deal. Like I am manifesting a book deal into my life. And that was in 2017. And I would kind of release the thought into the universe. And and that's what it's really, I always think it's really hard for me to kind of sum up manifestation when I wrote like a nine chapter book, but I always get, I go off on such a tangent and I'm like, Vicky, Let's pull it back. We don't need to go into all of the chapters here. (laughs) So it really is setting the intention, putting it out to the universe and and then being open to receive it. You know, you you might have heard the, the phrase like ask, believe, receive. And that's kind of what manifestation is at its core. I love that. Would you mind telling us then how you became a manifestation coach? Because I know your story. It wasn't perhaps what you wanted to do as a little girl. I don't think many people as kind of five-year-olds are like, let's become a manifestation coach. So how did that evolve? It was so organic. And and I truly believe now that I was led down this path by, you know, by the universe. But I was working in publishing for like 10 years. And it got to the point where it was I I, I was the editor of a men's fashion magazine that was traveling all over the world. And, you know, on Instagram, on paper, the job looked amazing. Like people were like, oh, my God, you're doing this, you're doing that. And actually, it was far from like I was so stressed, losing hair, going to the doctors about heart palpitations. And I had reached the point of complete burnout. And I was so negative, in such a negative spiral. And that was like 2000 and I was going to say 2015, yeah, when I first discovered manifestation. But I only really started to implement that a year later. I was still kind of cynical about it. Um, and then I decided to just focus on gratitude. And that's what I did. I was going to be like, right, okay, driving to work, I'm going to focus on gratitude and just say, right, I'm really thankful for the car and the petrol. And, you know, if somebody has to quit in front of me, instead of me getting really angry, I'm just going to say, right, okay, just release that. They might need to get to work a lot quicker than I do. So I was really trying to reframe my mindset when I was driving to work. and, And I thought that was going to set me up for a better day. Anyway, I 2018 comes around and I said to the universe, look, I'm tired now. Like I need a way out. Like just let me get out of this career. Show me a way out. And then the next day, and I always tell this story, but it's so pivotal in, in my journey that the next day I went into work and I said, look, guys, last night, all I did was just manifest a way out of this job. Like I just need a, a break, if you like. 
And thank God I told people about this before it happened because nobody would believe me. And that the same day in the afternoon, we were all called into an office and we were all made redundant after like a decade of working at that magazine. And I was like, if they said, if this is ever a sign from the universe to go your own way, this is it. And I had turned, thank goodness, I turned around to my girls and my pod, you know, when you work on a little pod with people. And I told them this story before this happened. And they were all like, you have manifested us all redundant. And I was like, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just meant it to be me. Anyway, everybody has gone on to something so much bigger and brighter from leaving that role. So it all worked out in the end. Um, but yeah, the universe, and I said to the universe, right, you've given me a sign. You've given me the kick up the bum I needed. And that was like 2018. I kind of went freelance for a little while and, and did various things, copywriting, you know, interior design, a little bit of bits and bobs. And in 2019, I started a Facebook group because I just needed someone else to talk to about manifestation. My friends didn't know about it. My work colleagues used to take the mickey out of me. I didn't really have anybody that I could just, you know, kind of vibe with really. So I created a free Facebook group and I just called it the Manifestation Collective and people would come and join us and I'd talk about it on Twitter and people would come over. And it was about a hundred of us in that group and we would just chat and set goals and, and just kind of keep each other accountable. And then I just thought, do you know what? I'm going to do a vision board party. So I just created an Eventbrite um, link and I did a vision board and pizza party. I got Domino's to bring loads of pizzas and we had a huge vision board session. And then it kind of, I'm going to say organically snowballed from there because people would come to me and say, could you teach me one-on-one -on -one how to do this? Could I, you know, could you do a course on mon manifesting money? And since then it has grown into the, the brand that it's it's come today, but it was never meant to be a business. It was just an outlet for me to talk about, you know, the universe. Oh, you know, I've heard that story on your own podcast, but to hear it in person was so wonderful. And it really did feel, like you said, totally organic. Yeah. Like it happened for you. Yeah, 100%. I really believe that. And I think that because I trust, I kind of, the way I run a business is that I will trust the nudges that I'm sent. Like I'll start to listen to downloads that might, you know, ideas that might come. For example, I just, I launched something recently, which is called the month of magic for business owners. And we're just going to work together for a, for a month in a Facebook group. And I do a portal, etc. We do some EFT tapping meditations, etc. That idea literally just came to me as I was driving. And I was like, Oh, a month of magic. And then I wrote it down as soon as I got back and I acted on it. I took the inspired action. I kind of took a step forward and the universe met me. And I said to the universe, look, anything over 20 people to join me, I am so, so grateful for. But if we could get 50, I'd be, you know, that that's the true manifestation. And we ended up with 90 people in. And that's kind of how I use manifestation in, in business. I'll set a target. I'll ask the universe and I'll take inspired action towards it. I want to admit something to you, Victoria, like around the time that I found you 2020 manifestation was so pivotal for me you know 2020 was a hard year and for the makeup world we I mean I earned a hundred pounds that whole year probably like maybe 150 and um, I remember being really really low and that's I found actually the manifestation babe and I was like oh I'd love somebody in the UK you know sometimes you want that UK humor you want that kind of UK it feels like home so that's how I kind of found you and manifestation pulled me out of what I would say was a really 
low, I don't want to call it depression, but just a really low time. And I was practicing it, practicing, practicing it. I was doing my scripting. I've actually got my scripting notebook that I want to show you today. And I kind of fell out of it. The busier that I got, the more things I manifested, right? The more you know, I've manifested so many things that we'll get onto later on. The more things I manifested, the less I actually started to manifest. And right now I'm at a really kind of sad time where I'm not doing my scripting or my meditating or listening to the the podcast and the meditations, your meditations. I'm not doing that right now. So do you have any advice for people, first of all, looking to get into it or people that have fallen out of it and how to get back into it? Do you have any advice for that? Yeah, first of all, what I'll say is what what's happening to you right now is so normal because I do this I go through the same thing. Like so I am <laughs> I'm a manifestation teacher and I will still fall out of the the things that I know make me feel good. You know, like I know I feel amazing when I do a meditation in the morning, but sometimes life doesn't allow you the space to be able to do that because you've got to get on and do other things. So the thing that I will always say to people is have a gratitude day. It doesn't need to you don't need to write anything. All you need to do is speak to the universe out loud. So I'll wake up and I'll just go, morning universe. Like, you know, it sounds quite like weird and woo, but I actually love doing this. Like you don't even have to say it out loud. You could do it in your head and you could just be like, oh, super grateful for these, you know, strawberries for breakfast or whatever, whatever. And continue through the day finding little moments of magic and what that's going to do is start to raise your vibration you're actually going to start you know vibrating at a higher frequency which is then going to allow you to maybe open your eyes to something that you might not have thought about before or you might think actually I do feel quite you know I feel in a in a slightly higher vibration now I'm not saying that you're going to have to you're going to jump to like joy and happiness but when you're in that energy like that mid-level of gratitude you can think do you know what all I'm going to do is I'm going to write three sentences I'm just going to set the bar quite quite low. I'm going to write three sentences of what I want to attract into my life as if I've already received it. So dear universe, thank you so much for bringing the most aligned soulmate client to me today. Like I cannot believe that I get to work with this person and they've paid in full and it just feels so aligned and just start doing something like that. But the thing that I always say to people, and I think there was a book, forgive me if I say it wrong. I don't know if it was called the miracle morning or the morning miracle. It was basically six things that you had to do over the space of a morning for an hour. And I did it. And at first I felt amazing. But what started to happen was my natural instinct was sometimes I would fall off the wagon if you like and I would beat myself up and I would say oh well you've not stuck to your routine now so you know this is you you fail for the week what's the point nothing's going to happen and actually I now prefer a bit of a pick and mix tool belt where I'll say if I wake up one morning and just feel like doing a quick two minute visualization I'll do that and I know that I've at least recentered myself with with what I want to focus on moving forward so take the pressure off don't stick to any rules there's no rules when it comes to teaching well especially when I teach manifestation there are certainly techniques that you can use but everything has to come inwards and what feels good is what will come the most natural to you. I love that advice. I'm already feeling higher vibe, already (laughs) feeling it. (laughs) So I guess if anybody's listening to this right now and they're like, oh, I quite like the sound of this. I quite like where this is going. I feel very aligned to this. And they're like a new baby manifester. Where do they start? on this journey? Because it can be quite overwhelming because, you know, when I first started doing research, there's crystals, there's portals, there's different moon cycles. Where do we start from a realistic space? 
A super easy place to start is to think, what do I want to call into my life? And it's it's almost like get get a journal, get a notebook and start to think about the things that you would love in your life, whether it be material things like a new car or where you want to live or, you know, even like a handbag or something, something that you feel like super excited to think about in your life. And then start to think about how you want to feel in your life. Like what energy you have? Do you want to wake up every day? Do you want, I knew that I wanted to wake up feeling really calm because I'd been in, for, for 10 plus years, I'd been in an energy of franticness, like of stress. So I knew that being in this kind of next chapter of my life, I wanted to manifest things that brought a calm energy. And, you know, so for example, I manifested a house, which is in a super, super quiet street and a, and a really quiet area with, you know, the only thing that I really hear is like the horses and the um, chickens in the farm. And I never would, you know, like it's just all that kind of energy. So you start to think about that. And once you've got those notes, if, you can't, if you're struggling to think, I don't know what I want to call into my life, start to ask what you don't want. And then that will start to highlight, actually, I don't want to be, for example, in a job that makes me feel like this. And then you start, that's when it's like, okay, I want a job that, and that's when it starts to bring forth the things that you actually do want. So you've got your list there. And then I would then go onto Pinterest or go old school and get some magazines and start to find images that resonate with what you want to call into your life. So you can create a digital vision board and a vision board for anybody that's listening is just a collection of images and words, or it could be, you know, different things, colors or textures. If you're doing a physical board of it evokes a certain energy. So it evokes an energy of, for example, when I look at mine, there's like a woman in a field with a picnic basket and a blanket. And like, it, it just evokes the energy of slowness like calmness like peace and that's kind of when I look at it and I'll just spend maybe like two minutes at a morning and I'll just reconnect to my vision board I'll look at it I'll imagine the energy that I feel when all these things are, are mine and that's when you become magnetic to the universe that's when you have said to the universe this is what I'm calling in and as soon as you reach that point of that energy of believing that it's yours and, and thinking yeah this is how I'm going to feel when it is mine, that's when your manifestations are on their way, they're, they're coming to you, and that's when you're magnetic. It's so funny, actually, because I haven't felt there's like a very specific feeling, isn't there? When that, what you just described, that magnetic feeling. People who are listening that haven't done this before, it, it sounds completely insane, doesn't it? This, this feeling. But having felt that feeling, I remember when I would like sit and visualize for five minutes and I would just visualize what I wanted my future life to look like. It's this, like your heart is racing. You're, you're getting like your hat, your hair stand up on your body. It's that feeling, isn't it? hundred percent. It's like a tingling. It's a knowing. Okay that's how I'm going to describe it it is a it's a very soft it's almost like the difference between your ego speaking to you which is a loud voice it's very kind of aggressive and your intuition speaking to you and guiding you which is a more quieter like kind of soft voice and it's just a knowing it's like a it's an anticipation it's like I'm moving my hands people can't see this but it is almost like a magic it's a it's a tingling in your body it's just a knowing that actually I have just reached the peak of, of, of being magnetic. And like you say, when people, if I'd have listened to this maybe, you know, five, five or six years ago, it'd be like, what is that woman talking about? <laughs> but, no, <laughs> but 
But trust me, as somebody who was so cynical and who embraced it into their lives and saw such, I mean, manifestation has flipped my life on its head in a way that I could never, ever, ever have imagined. So this is why I now have, it's my mission to be able to tell as many people as possible about that, just so that it can help them do the same. I love that. Would you just mind sharing some of the things that you have manifested? Obviously, you manifested a book deal and a redundancy. (laughs) What other cool things have you manifested? I think, I mean, the first ever, ever, ever manifestation, I I set myself a little kind of experiment. And this is what I always tell people to do. Like, let's just have some fun with it. Even if if you don't believe it at first, let's have some fun. So I said to the universe, right, okay, deliver me a pink feather. I don't know how it's going to come, but deliver me a pink feather. And... I was still a little bit like, I don't know where it's going to come from. But anyway, we'll just let it go, release it to the universe and see what happens. Two days later, I got a envelope through the post at work and it was just like a press release from a a brand. But as I opened the envelope, it was just a piece of paper. It wasn't anything else, you know, that it was meant to be a pink feather came out of the envelope and landed on my desk. And I was like, okay, this could be a coincidence, but I'm just going to see what else happens. So then I said, right, okay, I'm going to manifest £125. So that was quite a small amount for me then. I'm going to manifest £125. So anyway, within a week, I ha- somebody had reached out to me and said, could we post something on your blog? Could you write about us? We've got a budget of £120. And I said, hmm, now, I'm manifesting 125 here. So whilst it, is that the same thing? Or, you know, I was a little bit confused. And I thought, no, it's not. I've asked specifically for 125. Anyway, within 24 hours, the woman who'd emailed me, emailed me again and said, actually, we're going to pay you by PayPal, but we've got PayPal fees. So can we just call it 125? And I was like, right, okay. <laughs> This was like another situation where I was kind of, is it a coincidence? Is it not? And as the smaller little kind of, you know, like a a free coffee here or, you know, a parking space there, a parking space is a really good one. I always get the parking space that I desire. I always ask for a parking space. And as these little coincidences, as I'm doing bunny ears, like inverted commas, as these coincidences started to mount up, I was starting to think, hang on, there's something in this now. There's something that's really, really happening. And I started to become less cynical. And over the years, I must have manifested, I'm going to say probably about over £300,000, like in refunds, lump sums, like clients coming out of nowhere. Genuinely, I, I can't even describe, like I bought a crystal and I'm going to show you it on camera, but people can't see it. It's like a huge um, pyrite crystal. And it was one of the most expensive crystals that I'd bought. Like I don't, I don't spend a lot on them, but this was like £55 and it felt like a bit of an investment. And I was walking back to the car and I said to the universe, universe, I hope that I receive this money back in some kind of way. Bring, you know, I welcome more abundance. I love this crystal. I welcome more abundance into my life. I get into the car I checked my phone and I had an email from a company that I'd never heard of before. And it was a solicitors for a, a loan company. And I, had, I got a loan out and I hadn't applied for the, you know, like they did the PPI or whatever it's called, you know, where you can sometimes retract, uh, you know, missold loans, etc. I had an email from this company and they said, you were missold a loan. We are going to reimburse that loan plus the interest of the last eight years. So we're going to send you a check for £5,000. I swear. And I was just like... Thank you, universe. (laughs) I have to, like, I just completely agree with you because the things that happened when I was 
in a place where I was doing my practices and I was a lot more higher vibe. I would say at the moment, I'm a pretty naturally high vibe person, but I don't necessarily think I'm that manifestation high vibe right now. You know, when you're like feeling the feelings. But when I was the maddest things would happen, like the craziest things. But I'm really lucky and you probably have this too. I have a paper trail of almost everything that I've ever manifested because my tool of choice was journaling. Do you love journaling? Love. It's my my go-to. It's the thing that I think really connects me to the universe. I do scripting. So I write to like my spirit guide or I, I used to like a year or so ago. I would write to my spirit guide. And some of the things, if I go back to this little red book and I'll never throw this red book away, I will never do it because this book, I just feel like when I touch it, it's pure magic because the things that I wanted to manifest for the most part have come true. And if they haven't come true, I look back and it's things that I truly shouldn't have had, you know, like you think you want them. But now looking back, I'm like, oh, that wasn't the direction I was supposed to go in. It's crazy, isn't it? In your own words, what is scripting? So for me, scripting is writing as if you have already received what you desire. So I always see it like a diary entry into the future. So I will, you know, like dear diary, and I always start like that, but it feels so weird saying dear diary is like a 38 year old woman, but dear diary. Um, and I'll say like, today was the best day. Like I, you know, had a gorgeous meeting with a client and then a brand got in touch about, you know, and I'll really go into detail about what it is that I desire, even down to the small details. I used to do scripting all the time. 2017, I did my first kind of really powerful scripting. And I think it must have been about seven or eight pages long, both sides. Like I actually went into describing my entire dream day. And I was like, the sun comes through the the wind, you know, through the, the gap in the curtains. And I've got a really soft rug under my feet as I get out of bed and all of the tiny little details that we sometimes take for granted, but actually it's all part of designing that dream life. And I would even say... I open my wardrobe and I have dress after dress from anthropology and free people. And back in the day, I didn't have the um, flow of money to be able to invest. I'm really careful with my language when I talk about money. So you'll notice that. So I I didn't have the money to choose to invest in dresses like that. Instead, I would just dream about and I'd go into free people and anthropology and I'd look at these dresses that were like £160 a dress. And I would put them into my basket and I would pretend that I was going to check, you know, go to check out. And all of these little kind of embodiment techniques and embodiment almost means like stepping into that version of you now that you want to become like, how does that version of you show up on a morning? Like, what is their skincare routine? Like, how do they look after their nails? Like, what do they wear? All of these little things are so powerful to help you act as if you already have your desires. The most powerful bit of scripting is reading it back because you can then be like, oh, okay, I can visualize this. I can create this movie in my mind. I can, you know, sense how it's going to feel. And when I look back at my, I've got all my journals down here, but just like you, I'm going to reach down. I've got all my journals that I keep. I never throw my journals away. And there were things like in 2017, I'd written something and it said, dear universe, like I'm so excited to be able to earn 5,000 pounds a month. I have a job where I'm just working from home. I've got a gorgeous office. And at the time I was working, you know, I had this full-time job. It didn't, I never dreamt, 
want it to be a reality for me. But again, I would script as if it was truly mine. And then, yeah, six years down the line, it is a reality for me. Like that, this is my life now. And I look back at Vicky who wrote that in the journal and I just want to give her a hug because I'm just like, it happens. It's come true for you. Like you're writing your second book as we speak. Like you could not have imagined your life looking like this in 2017. But six years later, it is vastly different. This podcast is brought to you by The Level Up Club, my monthly membership for makeup artists. Imagine a place created with done-for-you monthly resources and coaching, literally everything you need to create and scale a profitable, thriving makeup business. Well, it exists, and it's called The Level Up Club. I am so proud of this membership. I literally poured my heart and soul into it. Inside, you will find monthly Canva templates, monthly stock images, social media calendars, email templates, workflows, pro program lists, agency lists, monthly coaching and conversations with the people who can help smash gatekeeping. I'm talking agency owners, PRs, top makeup artists and experts. They're all inside. And not only that, but monthly in-person events. We have already held portfolio days, headshot days, branding days, and so much more is coming. The club is taking the mystery out of making money. Your makeup business doesn't have to be make-believe, and I'm showing you how. And guess what? It's only £30 a month. In London, that's literally two hot chocolates. I'm not even kidding. So come and join us, the only membership I promise you'll ever need. Now, back to the pod. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing things can happen when you align to kind of your purpose and your goals. And even if you take the woo-woo out of it a little bit, if we really focus in on what manifestation actually is, it is me writing down something that excites my spirit and my bones. By doing that, you then work harder towards it. So when you're facing a skeptic, what do you tell them? Do you go into like, well, actually what you're doing is essentially like writing out your goals. What do you tell a skeptic? So I I actually went on to study like the mindset, like the science behind uh, like manifestation. And I became a certified mindset coach because I wanted, I felt like it was great to teach people about manifestation, but it felt very surface level. And I needed to actually go into the science as well as the spirituality. So what happens is when you get intentional and write those goals down, you have something called the reticular activating system. So it's a filter in your mind that if you put, I always say this example, but if you have decided that you are going to buy a, I don't know, a black BMW, okay, every car that you suddenly see on the road is a black BMW. That's all you seem to see. And that is because you have put that intention into your filter system, the, the RAS system. So at least take from this episode that when you get intentional about what you want to call into your life, your subconscious will then start to filter out opportunities, places, people, anything that will help you achieve that goal. So there's real science behind manifestation. If anybody's interested in manifestation, but doesn't really vibe with the spirituality of it, I would follow someone called Dr. Tara Swartz, and she wrote a book called The Source. And it is a real kind of scientific look at manifestation, but it's not scientific that you're kind of like overwhelmed by it. It's a really kind of easy read, but super powerful. I, I love that book. Last on the topic of books, you're an author now. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh my goodness. How has 
that process been like? Did you always want to be an author? Yeah. So I actually studied journalism at school, um, at school, at university. I was at the school newspaper. Like I, I've always kind of, you know, done things around like the written word. And in 2017, I put a status on Facebook and, you know, I'm so happy now that I can look back on that. And it said, I'm just putting it out into the universe that I am going to get a book deal. So I was putting it out there and I wrote it, you know, for people to see. And everybody on the comments was like, you sure will. Like, you know, and I don't know if they really believed me, but it was kind of like a, just, you know, being supportive. And then randomly, I got an email in 2021 and it was from a, a publishing house, my um, editor, Natalie. And she said, we are looking to put a book together about manifestation. Could we speak to you? So in my head, when I went into that meeting, I thought they just wanted, they were putting a book about manifestation together and they wanted me to write about a technique or, you know, put a quote in there. So at the end of this meeting, I said, I'm so sorry, but are you are you actually asking me to write the whole book here? And she was like, yeah, what do you think this meeting is about? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I thought you meant you wanted me to like do a quote or something. So that was in 2021. And it was again, like through the hottest summer ever that I had to write the book. So like 30, 30,000 words. And we started to write the book and I'd got about half, no, about a third of the way through it. And the book was actually called Manifest to begin with. And you know, Roxy has got the book, the, the really famous orange book Manifest. And she came out and I follow Roxy online and, you know, she came out and she said, look, we're launching a book called Manifest. So I and immediately ring the publishers and say, oh my God, there's a book, you know, Roxy's got a huge following. We need to pull it back and we need to think of another direction. And actually, that was the best thing that could have ever happened because we weren't initially going to go down the route of it being a beginner's book. It was just going to be like a, a guide, like a step-by-step guide. But I said, I really want this to be almost like a Bible of that. If you do not have a clue about manifestation at all, I want you to feel super easeful and, and almost like knowing that you can pick up this book and learn everything that you need to know to get started on this journey. So we wrote the book and, and it, you know, I'll be honest, I'm quite a perfectionist. So I think the design team really hated me at one point. <laughs> Especially around the colour palette. If any, I mean, you, you follow me online, so you'll know that I love like pinks and, you know, like I'm pastels. I'm quite, you know, like perfectionist about my colour palette. And the design team were like, well, maybe we could do this. I'm like, not pink. I don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> so then I finished the book and it was, I said to the universe, look, I would love, and I actually scripted, I wrote a journal entry and said, I've woke up on the morning of pre-order and I am at number one on Amazon. And I don't have a huge following. I don't, you know, like I've got like, at the time I probably had about six, 7,000 followers on Instagram, which is amazing, but it's not compared to, you know, other authors, it's not huge. And I was doing my makeup and it was around 11.11, which is a super like beautiful angel number for me. And something inside me said, go look on Amazon now. And this was the 1st of September, the day that the book came out for pre-order. And at that moment, and the, the chart changes so quickly on Amazon, it's always kind of going up and down, up and down. I looked, I could see that Davina, Cole was at, Davina McCall was at number two with her, um, I think it was her menopause book. And then at number one, I was there on the hot new releases and I took a screenshot super quickly. I cannot believe that I have the number one next to my book on Amazon. It felt so surreal. And yeah, and then obviously that went on to to be sold kind of like it's global. Um, and then some uh, publishers came back and said, would you want to 
you know, write another one for us. And we're on with book number two now, which is called How to Manifest Anything. So what I found was a lot of people would read, you know, Manifesting for Beginners and then come to me and say, okay, but how would you like approach manifesting like a dream job or like how do I manifest my soulmate or a a really popular one is I thought I'd met my soulmate but it turns out he wasn't the you know they weren't the one like what happened like what did I do wrong with my manifestation so I have collected all of these questions and I'm creating a bit of a book where people can dip in and out at whatever kind of life stage they're at whether it be career home family friends love um, money or just life in general gosh I can't wait to read that do you have like an ETA or too soon Oh, when the book's coming out, September next year. So it was originally going to be May next year, but I had quite a difficult um, health year. So we we had to move the the deadline back a little bit. And my distributor in the US has already ordered like 8,000 copies. So I'm like, okay, someone's already bought 8,000 copies. I need to get a move on writing it. A fundamental thing that I always believe is trust the timing of the universe. Like it has never let me down. So with you the September next year is the true timing, you know? Oh, 100%. And even when you think back back to the, you know, 2017, when I said I'm, you know, calling a book deal in, at the time, I wasn't doing anything to do with manifestation. I, I was like dabbling in interior design. And I thought the book would be about how to decorate your rental property. That's what I focused on in, in work at that point, in like my blog and everything. So then to come on like five years down the line for it to be a completely different, you know, version of a book that I once thought I was going to manifest was a true testament to the universe just being like, hang on, I've got something bigger and better. Don't We don't need to rush anything. Like something perfectly attuned and aligned to you is, is coming. Yeah. Always trust the timing of the universe every time. One thing that I would love to talk about now, if you wouldn't mind, you're obviously wonderful, soulful manifester, but I think you're also a very inspiring, badass businesswoman. <laughs> you pro- Do you know that? Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to take it. I receive it. <laughs> Like people, I think really do look up to you because not only do you teach manifestation, but you're also showing like for me personally, I've always looked to you as somebody that I'm like her business and her business model and the way she runs her business is just so inspiring to me. And I want to take like that energy and and filter it in the Kaylee filter and make it my own. I just am so inspired by you. One, one thing, can we dive into business a little bit? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. One thing I think you're excellent at is creating community. And I feel like it just comes really, really natural to you. For example, um, I joined Victoria's Facebook group and I don't think it's open anymore. I think you might have like moved it to a different platform and moved it over somewhere, but your original Facebook group, that was how I became involved in your membership. And you just have this wonderful way of creating a community that I think is so important right now to having a successful business. I know, you know, you might notice beauty brands, they're trying to create communities, everybody's scrambling around now to try and create a community and you just do it so naturally. And I wondered, is this something that you set out to do? How, how did this come about? Like, how, how does one create the community that you've managed to create? Do you know what? It's so hard to answer because I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that I always see people, it sounds really weird to say this, but I see people as people. So they're not just a number to me. Like, so it's not just like a, a vanity metrics. I just said that right. Yeah. Vanity metrics. I always get, <laughs> get that wrong. Um, so I see them as real people. I 
purposely will call people by their name or you know like I, I quite is it an northern thing I don't know I'm quite like I, I always open my stories when I say like hello my little loves like that's my thing like I'll always kind of just and I what I always try to do is I am never I'm never a leader I'm a, I'm in the journey with you like I'm in the trenches with you in this like and I'm so open about if things go wrong in business like I decided to I had two retreats earlier that, that, were, that were booked in and I decided to cancel them because I wasn't happy with the location and I did a podcast about it and I said look I've cancelled both retreats and this is what's happened and you know I'm so open with things that in specifically in business that might go wrong or might not have worked out in the way that I envisioned that I think it allows people to see actually she's quite relatable like not everything's perfect and I don't really resonate with people that come up online and kind of like my life's amazing and this is what I'm doing and because that's not the reality it's not a human experience we all have good days and bad days and I think just being open with people really helps forge that feeling of community and they feel that the most important thing is that somebody can trust you and I have always said one of my biggest values is if I have said that I'm going to do something for for a community I will do it it might take me you know a bit longer you know like if I say I'm going to create a free meditation for example I don't just say it and then you know you won't hear from me again I will at one point down the line create a free meditation and, and let it be you know make it available for people but I think as well it, it wasn't ever a lot of people will and I see it online will create a community with the intention of well I want to be able to get money out of these people that I'm running a business like I need these people to be able to to you know buy the products that I'm that I'm making now for me that doesn't energetically that does not sit well so the the purpose of community take income out of it always impacts the impact has to come over the income and I will say that again and again to people and I know when you're starting out in business it can be like but I need to pay the bills well let's nurture the community without putting that pressure on yourself to to make that community something that is going to you know bring you income let's look at how you can nurture them because the thing is if you give free content to people and it truly does make a change in their life it sparks an idea it doesn't have to transform their life completely but if it makes them feel a certain way or sparks an idea or makes them think differently then when you do come to launch, then they're going to be like, okay, I already know that I've kind of tested this with Vicky and I know that she delivers the goods. So I'm willing to invest my you know, money with her to, to see a bigger transformation. I think it's one of the reasons I connected so strongly to you and your community is because one thing I actually loved that you did is you did put out there what you were currently working on or what you wanted or what you're manifesting. I specifically remember before you got your, your house that you currently live in, when you were manifesting it and you were posting, I'm going to go for a coffee in the area that I'm I'm looking at, or I'm going to just walk around and soak up the vibes of that neighborhood. And it really did feel like not only were you manifesting, but you were manifesting with us. And, you know, you would post the good and you would also post the bad. You would post what you haven't manifested and maybe why it's not manifested. And I really, I feel like that's so relatable. And it's why I felt like I've got to jump in your membership, you know? I think one thing I'm always super open about is the fact that I am still on the journey to manifest my soulmate like this. I'm still, you know, I'm in that energy of, of, I know he's on his way. I'm just in the energy of receivership right now. And I'm so open about the fact that sometimes the universe delivers some absolute jokes of a, of a man into my life but I'm so, and I'm like okay do you know what what am I going to take from this like, like and I'm so open about this I think it makes people relate because not everything's perfect like yeah I have I've manifested the house that I want I've manifested a business but 
I'm still on the journey to manifesting love. Like I'm still on a journey to manifesting certain things into my life and come with me on that journey. And you can see me almost in real time, bring that into fruition. I love it. What the man, I think what the universe is giving you is all the content for a really good book three. Yes. Someone else said that. Somebody else was like, you've got to do book three of how you finally manifested love. (laughs) With all the jokes, like every joke can be a chapter. (laughs) And it's so funny because in this this book that I'm writing now, we have got a full chapter on love. And I have worked with clients who have manifested their soulmate into their life. And, And I always want people to say, everybody's journey is different. You know, like just because I teach about manifestation, it doesn't mean that the universe automatically delivers everything I've ever wanted at the right time. Because I'll be honest, over the last, I'm going to say three years with writing both books, I haven't had time for anybody to welcome into my life. I haven't had the the space and the capacity. So it's almost like when I am ready and I've created that space for somebody to come in, I know that they will flow into my life. But for now, I'm just, I love dating myself. Like I love taking myself on solo dates. I'm so open about this. Like I I book weekends away by myself and because I love my own company. And so I'll go on little adventures. Like I'm going on a cruise around the Caribbean by myself in like at the end of November and for two weeks. And I'm just going to see where the universe takes me, where, where life takes me. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Honestly, as as someone with a partner, that even sounds glorious. Like, I would love to do that still. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Like, Kaylee, out of office and gone on a two-week cruise by myself. (laughs) Be amazing. I guess for the the last question, before we move on to, I have a little game to finish with. The last question, quite a big question, and it just literally just popped into my head because I know one of your core values, I think, is you run a very soulful business. You run a business that feels so you. The things that aren't working, like the retreat, you said it wasn't the right venue, so we didn't do it. You didn't like force things that didn't feel right for you. And I've always really admired that about you. And as a educator myself, I get a lot of students that come to me and they're really struggling to, to figure out a business that feels soulfully aligned to themselves. As an example, I had a student and she was with a coach who maybe wasn't right for her. And she implemented a bunch of changes into her business. And now she's running a business that feels so far from who she is as a person. And now she's trying to undo a lot of those changes and get back to a business that feels like her. So to end, do you have any advice for running a soulful business that feels like you? Is is there anything that you've done or picked up along the way that you can share with us to make your business feel authentically yours? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that you said there that stood out was that she followed, and this is what everybody does, I did it, I did it for years where I would follow other people's blueprints for success, and I say success in inverted commas because what is your version of success? That's the most important thing to to understand, like what would make you excited and happy for, for work? It doesn't have to be the blueprint of what everybody else is doing where you have to do one-to-one coaching or you have to do a membership or whatever business it may be. It's about pulling it back and think, okay, what would make me the happiest? And I'll tell a a story right now because I had a vision in my head that I was going to become this six-figure business. And I was like, right, this is it. I'm going to become six figures. And it was ego speaking. It was the ego telling me to do this. And I got there. I, I reached the kind of VAT threshold, had to register for VAT here in the UK. And then I sat with it and I did a couple of months where I was, because 
a side note, I absorbed the VAT for my consumers, so I'm not passing it on to them. So I was making, I was taking a chunk of my profit and paying it to the VAT man rather than the end customer taking it on. I, I was looking at this forecasting, like all my data for the year, and I thought I, I could either go hard right now and I could reach 120K. So that would be like 10K months, whatever. Or I could pull it back. And I thought the ego is telling me to drive on, hustle, move forward, earn more money, go, 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 think of new things to sell. Or you could pull it back to be a five-figure business and not work as much and have a really slow approach to business. And I'm not saying uh, you don't, you know, I've seen many slowpreneurs and I call myself a slowpreneur earn six, seven figures, but they've got a team. I didn't want to manage a team. I really wanted it to just create a very, and I say a soft business because it's one that is, I only really do things that I feel aligned to. I don't say yes to many things that I don't, you know, if it feels like a a slight no, it's a definite no. If it's a maybe, it's still a no for me. It has to be a solid yes inside my gut for me to feel like I'm, you know, when you emailed me about this podcast, it was a solid yes. Like I don't, I very rarely say yes to get to being a guest on podcast but I just I trust the energy of the person emailing I was like yeah well if it's Kaylee I'm on there I'm, I'm in so it's really allowing yourself to intuitively listen as well what what is your gut guiding you to listen to those downloads and it's when your mind is allowed to just quieten down a bit from the noise of every day and you say to the universe universe you know just help me with this like what's the next step what am I meant to do now and something will always be delivered to you. A download will always arrive and it's for you to say, okay, I get it. I pick it up. I'm receiving it. And I'm going to take a little bit of aligned action towards it. And don't be afraid to experiment. You know, I wrote a stay, I wrote a, an Instagram post the other day and said, my first ever business that I, I launched was when I was 10 and I did jacket potatoes and you could get different fillings and it was called grab your jacket. So that was kind of like the business. And then I've gone on to do, you know, I used to sell prints on Etsy. I have done interior design packages. I have done so many different jobs because I'm never afraid to pivot. I'm never afraid to go back to the drawing board and say, well, that that didn't work for this reason. I'm going to release it and I'm going to try something else. And there's no shame in that. There's no shame in, you know, even getting like going back to nine to five to get some money to to boost yourself up or getting a a part-time job just to to keep that flow of of kind of like high vibe energy into your business but I really hope that that helps people to just understand that you can experiment you can feel free to try new things and don't ever feel like you need to copy somebody else's version of success because it's all about what you do and what your version is oh my gosh you're speaking directly to to my soul just then because I feel like when you first enter especially the educator space you do just like latch on to blueprints that are out there like you latch on to maybe certain educators and you're you're trying to maybe like emulate their energy and emulate their success and the best thing I ever did was stop doing that yeah because your energy is magnetic it's like if you copy somebody's idea and I see it all the time and you know that's not I'm not going to say copy I'm going to say like be inspired if you're inspired by someone else and you want to emulate it's only human nature to say okay I can see that model what they're doing I'm going to take it for myself and make it work for me but if it's a direct kind of inspiration that you're taking from them the energy won't be the same you'll still be you'll still be thinking in your head okay so what did they do at this point and why is it not working for me and what's wrong with me and and actually, it's because when you launch an idea that feels so kind of in tune with you, regardless of it, it might not be like, 
I don't see many people doing like something like a month of magic. I don't, I've not really seen that in the space so far. Maybe there is, but I've not personally seen it. And I think the reason why it works is because I felt so passionate about it. When I'm, I, I came to me, I wrote it down, I created the sales page and I just started talking about it. And that's what gets people connected to you when you show up and you're excited about the things that you're offering yes 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 I love this that that last question and that last like what you were speaking about just then is so powerful because I think we all do it every single person listening to this has tried to emulate somebody's version of success yeah we've we've given all the advice for that just follow your own intuitive cues whatever you want to call them just follow that because that's what you're made to be doing Can we play a little game for the last 10 minutes? So at the end of every podcast episode, I do a really quick game. It's a quick fire round called Smashing the Gate. My mission in my business is to smash down the gates of gatekeeping that stop women from earning more money and achieving their unlimited potential. So these are just some like anti-gatekeeping questions. Feel free, we could do quick fire round, but if you do want to elaborate, feel free as well. Amazing. Oh, I love this. Feel very empowered already. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Okay. Question number one then. Ready? What is a myth you would like to bust about manifestation oh that you can just sit on your bum and and everything will be delivered to you I think I'm very solid in that we put the action into the law of attraction and we meet the universe halfway so there we go take the action could not agree more could not agree more so many people I think start out and think okay I've ordered on the universe Amazon I'm gonna wait for it yeah wait you have to show it that you want it what is a word of advice you would give somebody who's first starting out manifesting to be clear on again it's life and business but be clear on your own version of success your own version of happiness let's not get lost in the noise of social media and compare ourselves let's I always say this it's soul over social and it really is tuning in to what your soul craves love it love it love it could not agree more what is your absolute number one manifestation technique Oh, it has to be. And now I'm going to say scripting, but also I love the um, creating a vision board. I'm very visual. I, I love beautiful images and being quite creative on Canva and creating a vision board, but also like that old school version of putting magazines out and just getting creative for an evening and dreaming big. Yes. Yep. 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 Both of those solid, very, very solid. What is your best business advice for somebody who is looking to expand their offering? So maybe go into coaching or opening a membership or doing a podcast what is your best business advice for them okay so it's it's kind of twofold because what i would say is be open with your community and and see what they desire so maybe for example if you want to go into one-to-one coaching you could say like i'm going to do single sessions right now let's start with a single session before you dive into like a six-month program and build the um interest that way but what I will also say is don't get so lost in other people's feedback and opinions that you lose the kind of first idea that you had because the first idea that you had was the magic. That's the magic potion right there. And that's what we're following through with. And like I said before, don't don't be afraid to experiment. Try things. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. There's, there's no shame or failure. I don't believe in the word failure. It is redirection over rejection. And if something hasn't worked, it's because it's leading you to something greater. Yes, yes, yes. Always. The biggest, like the biggest breakups or the biggest breakdowns that I've ever had in my entire life have been my biggest breakthroughs every single time. Always. So final question then, what is next for you, Victoria? Is there anything that you are working on? Is there anything that's coming up in your future that you can share with us today? So I am in the middle of manifesting Idris Elba becoming divorced. I'm joking. So (laughs) 
you heard it first on here on this podcast. <laughs> you did. No, you did. He's got a beautiful wife, so I'm going to allow that. I'm going to hope that a brother of his or a lookalike comes into my life. So next to me is obviously I'm going to finish writing the book. I, I need to get that done by this week or this month, should I say? That's the the deadline. Um, and then we'll go into like the fun bit where we design, like we're working with the illustrator and work out the designs of everything. And then do you know what? I I was asked this the other day, and like, what is your five year plan? And I I don't really have one. I just really want to continue with the message that manifestation gets to be fun. It gets to be slow. You know, it gets to be, we don't hustle. We, you know, although I say, let's take action. Action never has to be go, go, go. You know, it's about listening intuitively. And I, I would love to become the person who is known for just that manifestation for beginners approach and, and that makes it very accessible for people and that people can relate to me. So I hope that that's in three years, five years time. I hope that's where I'm at. Yep. Yep. With your soulmate and your third book about, yes, about how I met him. dating. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've loved this conversation. It went so quick, didn't it? It oh went my so goodness. quick. And you just, yeah, you asked the, the I just love a, a podcast that flows, like just two convers- two people, two friends having a conversation. So thank you for just having me. Absolute, absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Where can everybody find you? Super easy. I am at everywhere at The Manifestation Collective. So podcast, you know, website, Instagram, The Manifestation Collective. Absolutely. And as somebody who has been in your community for literal years, I would love to actually know how I found you. I feel like it was Twitter. Were you ever on Twitter? I was. I was a big, I love Twitter. And then it became very toxic and the energy was not very nice on there anymore. So I deleted my account. I had like, like I had thousands of people on there and I just said, right, bye. And one day and I just deleted it and I, I've never gone back. And now it's X apparently or something. So there we go. It's not what it used to be, but I think that's how I found you. But having been in your community, I have to say, if anybody is feeling aligned to the way Victoria was talking, go check out her podcast. It's one of my favorite, most listened to podcasts. I have learned so much and I would genuinely say you have had such a big impact on my own business and my own life and my own happiness. So thank you so much. Oh, I feel like crying now, Kaylee. Thank you, love. (laughs) Get a bit emotional. (laughs) You really have. You really, really have. I just, I'll have to send you a screenshot of all the listens, all the notes that I've ever made from your stuff, because it's really, really changed my, my life. So if anybody has enjoyed this today, please go check out her wonderful podcast. Thank you. You have been listening to a podcast by Kaylee. Thank you so much for tuning in today and being on this mission with me to self-improvement and taking steps towards financial empowerment. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to follow me on the gram at Podcast, where I post pretty much daily. I would also love to hear your thoughts, feedback and energy. So please do leave me a review on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you are listening today. In the meantime, I want you to go forward, believe in yourselves and be the change you want to see. Bye guys.